Hey, this is Nick DiMatteo from Music Is Not A Genre. I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the service I use to record and distribute my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you from experience, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's why. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So please take a moment out. If you are planning to create, record, and distribute podcasts, take a look at Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm Nick DiMatteo and welcome to week 194 and video episode number 20 of 40, the Thursday throwback track. Every week I take a release from my collection, I discuss it, I give you my take on it, I throw in whatever else I decide, and I talk about how it has influenced my music. This week, classic, New Order, 12-inch single, True Faith, 1963, released in 1963, no, released in 1987. Uh, I actually had to twist this around a couple times to figure out which side that is, but according to the print here, it looks like this is the right side up, so I'm going to go with this. It's a leaf falling. Um, this the, the album cover is iconic, the song itself is iconic, and there are so many reasons in general to love to want to talk about this this week. Um, a friend of mine uh, was in a band with many, many years ago. He's been posting a lot of things recently just uh, for fun to pass the time and stuff like that. And he uh, relied on a very awesome and awesomely old classic uh, question, which is the either or question, the rival camps question. Uh, it's a question I used to hate, but I actually love now, partly because it's kind of nostalgic because you rarely ever hear it anymore, as far as I know, um, but partly because it, it just illustrates people's passion for music and everything like that. What am I talking about? Uh, well, uh, many of you who are older than, you know, four, uh, would, you know, 14 maybe, 24, I don't know, I don't even know, uh, would remember uh, you were either a Beatles fan or a Stones fan. You couldn't be both. Uh, in the 60s. In the 70s, you were either, well, that continued on, but you were either an Elton John fan or a Billy Joel fan. Couldn't be both. In the 80s, was it Prince or MJ? In the 90s, was it Nirvana or Pearl Jam or Biggie or Tupac? In the O's, was it The Strokes or The White Stripes? And there were hundreds, maybe thousands more of those either-or arguments, and, and those are not fake. I mean, I lived through all of them, more or less, you know, and I can tell you that I talked to people during all of those eras that were like, well, if you like this band, you can't like that band. You had to pick a side, essentially. Um, and this band, New Order, falls into that because if any of you know anything about New Wave and classic powerhouse, big New Wave bands, the, the bands that gave New Wave its name, even if they weren't the first, they were the biggest, you know, there was a rivalry quote-unquote, in the 80s, where you either could like your new, uh, new Order or Depeche Mode. You couldn't like both. 
and you probably know where I'm going with this, but um, being the kind of fan I am, I've always been a person who, yes, I have my kind of favorite, but I, but I like both. But I like both. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the Stones and like a lot of their songs, even though I'm more of a Beatles fan. I think Elton John is absolutely amazing, even though I'm more of a Billy Joel fan. Um, we'll skip, you know, the other argument for now, for the 80s. Uh, I originally was in the uh, Pearl Jam camp, I believe. No, Nirvana camp, right? And then switched to Pearl Jam and then said, screw that, I love them both and still do. Uh, and the list, again, goes on and on. Um, it's one of those kind of false argument kind of things, but it's a false argument that starts discussions, that gets people, you know, talking about their passions and everything like that. And the thing about that, that this, with this New Order and, and you know, and Depeche Mode is that they were similar in a lot of ways. Their trajectories were similar uh, from a certain point. Now, certainly not in the beginning, but they had that, you know, that kind of new wave techno mixed with rock sound um, they used some real instruments they did a lot of programming uh, most of their lyrics were negative their their amp their ambience of the music that they created was both dark and danceable you know kind of had a, a funkiness to it uh, like you know Brit British funkiness let's call it um, and uh, and they did stress a lot again a lot of like kind of dark dark lyrics but did it in a way that really kind of made you want to get up and dance so you know um, and yet Anybody who knows both bands knows there are a lot of differences too, you know, but, but what's, what's great, A, is that the differences make them as great as their similarities, and B, um, like I like to say about a lot of the artists I talk about, these bands are still around and releasing music. They've both, both recently released albums that uh, had material that it was as good as you know, some of their oldest material. Um, that often happens with bands where they kind of fall out of the spotlight and once they kind of get through their growing pains of what do they do, do they try to recapture it, blah, 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 and get back to the essence of just creating the music, they start creating work that's so true to them and true to not just their origins but where they are today and that's kind of one of the awesome things about it. Speaking of origins, another great reason to talk about this band, everything comes from something. Origins matter. Uh, history matters. And New Order fans, you know where I'm going with this. You know, when you have uh, a frontman who is dynamic but ultimately suicidal, sadly, a couple things could happen. The band could completely fold. It could try to recreate itself in the image of its original, you know, uh, band. Or it can evolve into something else. And if any of you know this history, you know that there was a band called Joy Division. Uh, lead singer Ian Curtis uh, sadly you know took his own life and uh, the remaining members of this band decided to uh, continue on and reformed as New Order and uh, they held on to a good portion of that kind of darkness and certainly the, the ambient kind of techno post-punk rock sound but they honed it they made it um they made it more danceable, I guess you can say. Although, listen, level Terrace apart, you know, weird song, very dark song, but also does have a great beat. Um, and continued on and on and on, and had some great hits in the 80s, including this song, True Faith, but had, I think, their biggest hit in the early 90s, um, which is, uh, God, I'm forgetting it right now, but look it up, or maybe I'll post it. Um, which, again, they, they had a long, you know, long career. But they stemmed from... 
a type of music that I'm sure many of you have heard if you're listening to this at all uh, called, you know, goth. And yeah, go ahead and argue who's goth, who's not goth, who's pure goth, who's real goth. I'm not interested in any of that. If there is some element of ambient darkness in the music with, with techno in it and rock, it's, it's goth, okay? It has, it has goth qualities. Let's just say that. Because labels are, are, you know, screw labels. It has goth qualities. You know who else had goth qualities? Bauhaus. They're kind of thought of often as the quintessential goth band, Bella Lugosi's Dead. They uh, reformed. And the Love and Rockets had hits in the 80s. Um, there was a band uh, in the mid-70s called the Easy Cure. Easy answer. Became the Cure. They started out real goth and... Um, you know, a lot of the band members of the band were like, we want to do more than that, Robert Smith in particular, but other members of the band as well really felt that way, and they became the powerhouse that they still are. Uh, Susie and the Banshees, another great goth band. And, of course, you know, like I said, uh, Joy Division, morphing, morphing into New Order. And what I find interesting about Origins is something that I do in um, the live gigs that I've been doing on Facebook. It's something that I do for uh, all, of, almost all of these Thursday throwback tracks. It's what I do a song for Saturday when I'm sharing my songs and going back in time. Is you can find those kind of nuggets of germination, you know, where where a band comes from, what they held held on to, what what they decided was more important to them, and how they use that to move forward and grow into something else, you know, and. You know, it's it's interesting to me that, and I'll and I'll say this, sort of kind of going back into the whole idea of, of rivals and what you like better or don't like better. A lot of it has to do with just kind of what are certain you know uh, artists' strengths. Like I tend to prefer Elton John's piano playing, but Billy Joel's songs and and, and voice, you know, um, uh, things like that. And in this case, I tend to prefer. Uh, Depeche Mode's singing and, and certain ways that it produces things, but overall the kind of feel and ambience and drive of this this combination of uh, dare I say uh, the division, dark uh, lyrics and, and 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 poppy music and joy, the joy of creating and the joy of uh, getting people up to dance. New Order kind of wins the day as far as the way something sounds for me. And I think that there have certainly been songs that I've done that have been influenced by both bands. Um, but overall, the, the stuff that I do that kind of has that, that danceable quality, yeah, there are things in there that are kind of Nine Inch Nails-ish and uh, Fatboy Slim and, and some of the other stuff and things that have happened since then. But uh, primarily, I would say that kind of like slightly dark, driving, pulsating ambience with with rock elements you know you have to go back to new order and you have to go back to you know maybe not necessarily a single particular song but this was a huge one um and uh you know click the link and find out more about it look it up find out more about new order and, and uh and see what you what you think of them and and once you've done that and as you're listening to this let's give it a second Anybody who knows this band and knows this song knows that I am playing Side B. Side B has the remix, which I was talking to somebody recently about how remixes are so indicative of their own era that, 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 that themselves are often even more indicative than the original song, which I find cool. But I picked Side B because it has two songs and is long enough for me to go on my spiel and talk, talk, talk. This song is 1963, by the way. Um, I honestly didn't know all that much about it until, you know, I, I read about it recently. Again, look it up. 
Um, that's not what this particular, you know, podcast thingy video dealio is about. Um, but as, as you're listening and as you're reading, and please, as always, click the links, read below. Click the, the link at the bottom as well of a song of mine that's fairly recent that you can clearly hear the New Order influence uh, called Any Universe. It has that, again, kind of mix of techno and rock and um, a dark darkness, but getting you up and dancing, you know, some bright poppy things in there as well. Uh, and there are plenty of other songs that, of mine that have been influenced by New Order. And uh, again, so super happy that uh, they're still out there making their stuff as I, as I am with Depeche mode and so many of the arts I talk about. Uh, do you have any experience with post-punk or, or, or goth or new wave or techno or beyond that industrial and rave and all of those things that uh, dance music morphed into? Um, do you remember when you could only like one band or another of any rivalry? Uh, you know, weird one, going to mention it. Don't know if it was real or if it was just my own childhood, but there was a point at which you could either like Kiss or Sean Cassidy. I don't see how they're both even anywhere near in the same camp, but I'm just throwing that out there as a point of discussion if you want to jump off from there. Uh, because as always, my objective with all of this is to bring music to life and to foster uh, conversation and connection. So thanks again for listening, thanks for watching, thanks for reading, thanks for clicking, thanks for sharing, thanks for subscribing. Tune into my Facebook page so you can see my live gigs. They're happening more and more each week and they will not stop. I take requests too. I do a whole lot of originals and I do a whole lot of requests, requests both for originals and covers. And I want you to be a part of it in any way that you can. Uh, and uh, as always, thank you and I will talk to you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.